Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now let's begin. Hello, this is Cassie McKenzie back for another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. This episode, I have something truly special. I had the opportunity and the honor to be a guest in my friend Kelly Dunlap's health and wellness group called the Mindset and Metabolism Mastery with Kelly Dunlap. We met when we were both in training for NLP practitioner uh, to become NLP practitioners back in February, and Kelly is an absolute jewel. So she had me on her group to talk about um, manifestation and how that relates to our everyday lives. And really, we um, dove a little deeper into how that can affect, you know, your goals when you're manifesting like health goals or weight goals. And, um, you know, I know a lot of times on my podcast, I talk a lot about money and how that how, you know, you can manifest money through certain manifestation pra- practices. But um This was another, um, like, I don't know, like a cool treat. This is a cool treat for you to listen to. I do want to say I had my um, podcasting, um, what do you call it? Oh, my God, my kids have melted my brain. I'm so sorry. I had my podcasting microphone plugged into my computer when I when we recorded this live on her metabol your uh, mindset and metabolism mastery group and um so the sound is a little off but um you know because I'm a little louder than she is but don't fear you can still hear it and I did ask my husband if that was cool and he is a big heart <laughs> he's a tough critic even he said it was all right it was great it was wonderful so anyway hope you guys are all doing well And here is the conversation that we had about not just mindset and metabolism, but manifestation and how to get to your ideal weight. So here you go. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. This is my friend Cassie. Hi. Well, we live in St. Augustine, Florida right now, but we met in San Diego when we lived there. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Because you've moved around quite a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, Cassie um, is all about manifestation. She actually just went to a Tony Robbins event, which was I really did. cool. I did. It does, yeah. The so I'm gonna hand over the mic to you. <laughs> well, and, thank you. And I'm excited to learn. Sounds good. <laughs> the dog. She's trying to get the dogs upstairs. Oh yeah. With our dogs, guys. We won't even get into that. But anyway, yeah. Mild, minor emergency, kind of. Hey, it happens. That's life, right? It happens here too. Oh, for sure. But um. Yay, I'm so excited to join you. And yes, we did go to a Tony Robbins event. And 
I think the most, uh, the thing that sticks out to me about all, you know, all the stuff that I've studied and the things that I teach on and coach on and NLP training and um, also, you know, going to the Tony Robbins event is that it all boils down to the thoughts that we think every day on a consistent basis because that's what creates the beliefs that drive all of our actions on a day-to-day basis and a minute-to-minute basis and even like, you know, I will dispel some myths. I've got like a few things in mind that usually are the things that trip people up the most. But, um, you know, really manifestation's easy. Like we do it all day long. We do it whether we realize it or not. And, you know, whether you're manifesting, it's not all like, you know, good things that apply to manifestation. It's the bad things that happen too because everything happens, right, as a result of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. I was thinking earlier, I'm like, people don't realize it, but they're manifesting all day long. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because you know the people that have the I call it the liver stew being stirred up instead of a It does. It really does. And like, and that's what drives all of the th- the thoughts that we have, the sentences we say, the, you know, everything that comes out of our mouth starts at first with a thought. Every invention that's ever come about has, st- you know, even this Zoom, you know, life or life book, Facebook through Zoom, through your computer that you're watching or your phone came from a thought that somebody had. So manifestation really comes down to watching at like a basic level the thoughts that we have because that's what creates the intentions that we set and so you know we can say all all you know all day long like you know I don't have any you know no no weeds there's no weeds there's no weeds right in my garden right but they might still be there and you're gonna just have to go and pick them out which is akin to us looking at the beliefs that we have and you know just noticing them dispelling them and substituting them and with um you know replacing them with new beliefs that are more empowering so similar to like yeah deep <laughs> yeah It's just, it's so true. And I do look at our front garden a whole lot differently. I'm like, oh, there really are weeds there. Like, oh, thanks. (laughs) But, but yeah, it is. And it's all about like, you know, like we, you know, they, they mentioned in NLP about all, you know, most of the anxiety that we have is putting pressure on future events that haven't happened yet. And then a lot of the depression or depressive thoughts that we have are based off of past things that we can't change. And really all we can change is this current moment and the decisions that you make today. And the thing I take, you know, I really take to heart is how your reality might not look the best right now, but it's not a reason to give up because it's just based off of it. It's only been created from thoughts that you've had up until this point. So like if you're not at, you know, the certain level of health that you want or the weight that you want or the, you know, nutrition or whatever, you look in your refrigerator and it's not the food that you want. Well, that's just based off of decisions you made in the past and maybe beliefs you had in the past that you can easily change right now and make, you know, make the change just in the shift in how like you notice the thought that you have and if it's not in alignment with where you want to be, you just say, hmm, that's interesting. Like, where did that come from? You know, and a lot of people journal. They use journaling as a way to get it out because 
it's a way to release a lot of those like limiting beliefs or limiting thoughts that we have that then you replace with the more empowering thoughts that'll get you the results that you want. Because like we learned in NLP training and just from so many books, like I totally dork out on the subconscious brain stuff. Like I think it's just fascinating. And so it's like, it's so interesting to me that if you, especially with that reticular reticular activating system in your brain, like if you start to notice, oh, I want a white Maserati, right? That might not be a car that you ever see normally on a normal basis, but as soon as you put it down, you'll start noticing all the white cars and all the white Maseratis, right? That you never maybe saw before. Yeah. 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 And so I'm normally seeing white and black escalades. I'm like, yep, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. So going back. Yeah. Such a great suggestion and, and awareness for people about the fact that this current moment was created from a decision or decisions mm-hmm. in the recent past. Yeah. So what you see in your refrigerator doesn't have to currently be that way. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to end up being that way in, in a day or two because you can change it through your processes, your thoughts, and your mm-hmm. beliefs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, great, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, and it's not a reason also, like, I, I see people like get down on themselves, like, because they'll see the reality, the, uh, you know, their current reality. And then they'll, you know, for example, let's go with the refrigerator example, right? They go in there and then they're like, well, crap, I'm a crappy person or whatever, because I, you know, like you notice the next thought after that. And that's the one that's usually going to show you what sort of fear, what sort of doubt, what sort of limiting belief is underneath why all of this stuff has manifested already. And then from there, you can just say, huh, that's really interesting. Like, where did that come from? And what what instead like what's the opposite because the opposite of that belief is what you really truly desire and what's going to lead you to your goal so to me like i think in the past or let's go with that example plus your escalade right like a lot of people will say oh i want an escalade like that's what i really desire right and then they see them all over and the next thought is well god i could never have that that's too expensive right because that next thought is where that limiting belief is as of and then you can turn that into like it it doesn't make you a bad manifester like there's no such thing it's just you're either aware of it or you're not in my opinion at least because that's once you're aware is when you can make those changes and and like that knowing what you don't want to me is so important because that is going to show you exactly what you do want you know like i just notice what i don't want and just try to like be like a gentle observer of it or just sort of like say oh that's interesting and that's showing me that what i really do desire is this instead and that's what i'm going to just yeah shovel all this stuff up to the side and go with the new stuff that looks like shinier and better and you know <laughs> better package well, the biggest thing that i um realized was that myself included and a lot of people always focus on what we don't have yeah. or doing and what we don't want versus all we should be doing is focusing on what we do want mm-hmm. and putting all that energy and focus on that and yeah. so Exactly. Exactly. And with intention, like that first part of the manifestation process, like I can, you're, you have kids, you have a busy life. I do too. So I like things as easy as possible. Like my husband likes to go on the big long drives. I personally don't because I'm like, well, I've got stuff to do. I want to go from here to here. So I try to break it down as easy as possible. So For me, it's just like three steps from start to finish. It's just ask clearly, which is setting your intention. You know, the next part is acting as if it's already there, you know, which involves a lot of just faith, right? Like pure faith and knowing that it's happening and feeling in your heart that it's happening. And that's like 
A lot of times for me is when the stacking anchors can help because like if you have a feeling like feeling good is really part of it because usually these things that we want or like the perfect weight that we want or the perfect health that we want, it's a goal that once we get to, we're like, well, huh, like it was, I, I was feeling good already. Now I'm here. Like I didn't even realize I was here. You know what I mean? And so it's the part in between that's... Yeah, yeah, because then you you end up reaching your goal easier because you're already feeling good in the process, and that's really the joy and the happiness and the love is all in line with that, like, vibrational match to get a little woo-woo, you know, but that, like, vibrational match of what your desire really is, you know, and so it's, it really, and, and like, you know, you see people that are high vibe or low vibe, like you can feel it. And for me, like if I am going like this and I can like just sit quietly by myself and think about what I want and my intentions, then it gets me on that plane of like, okay, I feel like I have it. It's coming. Like I can just set aside all the anxiety or any, all of this. Well, when's it here? When's it here? Why isn't it here yet? Kind of feelings because that's just going to push it away even faster. So Yeah. People are constantly obsessing about why don't I have it? Why is it 10 pounds coming off of the day? You know, and all these, um, you know, realistic, crazy expectations and, and whatnot. Yeah. But again, it's a, a, the other key word is alignment. Mm-hmm. And so, um, right. The, the conscious and the subconscious mind have to work together and they have mm-hmm. to be in alignment. Right. Otherwise, you're going to have this like tug of war, right? Mm hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Can you elaborate more on that as far as, like, let's say somebody says, okay, well, yeah, I think that is me. I, I have this desire that I want. I want A, B, C, or D. But um, how do I know, A, that my conscious mind isn't in alignment? And mm-hmm. B, um, how can I get it in alignment? Well, that's such a good question. And I actually just kind of did a podcast on that because it, it was like a – what if your dream hasn't manifested yet? You know, keyword being yet and what to do. And like for me with that question, it's feeling the alignment means you're feeling good, right? And so if, you, if you've got something that you really desire, but for some reason it's giving you anxiety or it's making you nervous or maybe like feels icky or like the inspired action to get there doesn't feel good, then it's it's either going to not get you what you want or it's going to really like if it does come, it's not going to stick around because you didn't get it there. You know, it's more of like the ego desire versus the heart desire. Right. So like your head is saying, this is what I really, you know, this is it. This is it. But really in your heart, you're not really quite there yet. Or maybe it just needs to be tweaked a bit so that your heart is more in line and you're, you know, or it, uh, aligned <laughs> and, you know, on, on the same wavelengths, on the same level of, you know, what your desire is and what, what will get it to you quicker. Cause that is the part that'll get it to you quicker. So usually what I find in that situation is, um, Go back to the journal, ask a few questions. And if you're not a journaler, just sit quietly and, you know, really look inside and ask these questions. Usually it's, um, you know, what is it you want? So you ask that question. What part of you doesn't believe you can have it? Right. And what part of, wait, what are you afraid could happen once you get it? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's always a big one. Yeah. For people like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Taxes, you know, and until what's yeah. that brought to my attention? That was a really good one to say. You know, for me to really think like, gosh, I never thought about that, but mm-hmm. I do. I can kind of see how some business owners are like, yeah, I'm just gonna play it safe back here. I'm managing my tax bracket right oh, here. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, once I kind of up level with yeah. the big dogs and I'm yeah. making, you know, all this a lot more money or however you want to word it, that the taxes are scary. Yeah. Or maybe even like you've got a fear that once you get to that point, you, so much more will be required of you that you don't have time with your kids or you won't have time to like 
do the basic things around your house or eat healthy or clean it or whatever, you know, which I mean, you know, you can obviously there's you know, that's where you bring help in, right? <laughs> which personally I would love <laughs> too. Yeah. No, it's so. Yeah. No, the fear and then the limiting belief. Yeah, I think so. And that's really, that's a really good tip right there because Mm -hmm. even with myself, you know, I'm no master at this, but I'm definitely active with being aware of my thoughts. Right. And and really, you know, all of that. But never had that perspective of, well, once you have this, then this is going to pop up. Kind of like when we release emotions, Mm -hmm. when you, when we release, yeah. um, anger mm-hmm. we immediately have to release the sadness yeah exactly so kind of like those two come together mm-hmm. right like, yeah so that's that's, that's interesting mm-hmm. it is and and then like i said like don't like you definitely want to just be an observer of it and like it doesn't mean that you're um like a bad person or that you've made the wrong decisions or that you know you're never going to get what you want it's it goes back to that polarity part of, you know, it's showing you, okay, well, this is good to know. Like, I need to work through this. I need to dispel it because these limiting beliefs we have are just lies we've told ourselves since, gosh, like, basically we were kids and didn't even know we were getting them, right? So, and they're, they're thoughts we've just continued to think over time and over time. And really, it's easy to fix them because we just... You know, like with the NLP techniques, like obviously that's a little like that's very quick, (laughs) right? But but I mean, you just you have to recognize that they're just lies that haven't gotten us where we want to be anyway. So what would be the harm in just saying goodbye to them and supply like, you know, resupplying yourself with things that are going to be more empowering and be more productive and get you to your goal quicker and get you to stay there because once they're your new beliefs they're in your brain they're in your subconscious they drive your brain as much as they're driving your car without you thinking about it right like you don't have to usually think to like oh i need to make a right at a 170 degree angle right you know what i mean like your brain does that on autopilot so you want your brain to have these new beliefs on autopilot too because that's what I mean, before I grew up with, um, like my parents are both teachers. We, ha- I mean, I had two younger brothers. I was in college when they were, so we obviously like didn't ever eat out. My mom's scared to death of flying. So we drove everywhere, you know, like we, I definitely grew up, you know, we were paycheck to paycheck kind of family. So, you know, it's a lot of limiting beliefs there around, oh, you know, in order to do that, we've got to win the lottery one day. You know, my husband actually and I were just talking about this today, I think. It was today or yesterday. And so, like, you come a long way when you start to get to the point that you're like, oh, well, yeah, you know, we can pay to go to this and go to this, and then it'll all just come. Like, the money and these unexpected bills that come up, to me, when I look at them, I'm like, well, I guess that's a sign I'm making more money soon, <laughs> you know? That's a great, yeah. uh, a great reframe or a great shift in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably, thinking about it, we should probably discuss what NLP is. True. Some people are like, what? What do they mean by NLP? What is yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So, honestly, NLP is just basically Neuro Linguistic Program. Did mm-hmm. I say that properly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just say NLP, NLP. And it's really just the yeah yeah because like um you know people typically like go through life and they struggle either with like the internal conflict like part of me wants to do this and part of me wants to do this right <laughs> and then the or like unresolved emotions like the anger, the, you know, guilt, fear, sadness, and um, grief, and then the feelings of, like, you know, I'm not good enough, or, you know, limiting beliefs that you might have, like, I'll never be able to do that, I'll never be as successful as them, or, mm -hmm, exactly, like, oh, that's my friend, that's, they, they are the ones who own and receive their success, not me, I'm just their cheerleader, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, and it does all come down to like even in the training, I remember I was having a hard time because I'm not a very visual person. I was like they they divide us into like four different categories based off of if you process things more visually, you know, kinesthetically, like feeling like I'm sensing this is happening. Right. Like, <laughs> Or, um, you know, auditory. And turns out my husband is very he's not very um you know, surprised at this, but I'm a blend of all of them. (laughs) So, and, and more so on like the kinesthetic side, I guess. So, or I mean, auditory, I don't know. It's just, it, like it was spread amongst like pretty evenly. So for me to sit and do some of these exercises that involved getting a clear picture in your mind and all really like it was tough for me, especially in a situation where there was, you know, 30 other people talking to each other. So we got to the end of the week and I was like, well, this is crap. Like you've gotten so much out of this. Like I'm just ready to go home. This is crazy. But I had to like really tell myself, okay, well, this is just obviously a belief that I formed now over the course of this week. Oh, and so yeah. So you mm-hmm. that, oh my Right. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go into this with no pressure. Like I was going in with like way too much pressure as the day went on or week went on. So by the last day that we were there, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go in here and enjoy myself. And if I get something out of it the last day, at least we're going home to see the kids and we're doing hypnosis in the afternoon. And I can definitely do that. Then I'm like, well, well, hypnosis really does go down to your subconscious brain. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah. So let's go back to that. So it was, um, your mind was kind of like discombobulated. It was like all over the place. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. I need more tangibles or I need, you know, something to kind of create that whole thing. And then you realized that you just had a belief that. Mm -hmm. It was just a difficult thing for you and that, you know, it was almost like, yeah, forget it. Yeah. It was almost like, for me, it just reminded me of when you said that, that I used to believe that I just wasn't a a good student. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I realize that I'm actually a really good student. Yeah. I don't believe it. But for years, I told myself that I wasn't. So I, in the past, prior to doing a lot of my self-work, would have gone to that class Mm -hmm. that Right. <laughs> and so chances are I probably would have halfway through found somebody to party with. Right. While I was there and just like blew the whole thing off. Yeah, yeah. So that is so good that you brought that up because how often do people start things mm-hmm. and not and do it? Complete it. Mm-hmm. I call it the professional quitter and it all has to do with just that old story that they keep telling themselves. That old yeah. belief that I can't do this anyway. It's not how yeah. often have we heard that? It's just mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah, exactly. It's because you keep telling yourself that. Yeah. That's, that's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, or that like, oh, well, I mean, they're good at that, but I'll, I mean, I don't need to finish this because I wouldn't use it anyway. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, I'm so glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Like, oh my God, I just keep quitting and starting over because it's a belief that I have. It's a right. Belief that I yeah. And you know, one thing also I wanted to say that I thought about, I was thinking, I was actually talking to my husband about earlier, because one of his goals is to do uh, a half marathon. And he's probably run like three times in the last two months. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're going to have to probably, I don't know, why don't you sign up for a half marathon like somewhere? Because then that'll get you to your goal. And so I started thinking about it and he's like, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I just, this, let's go, like, this goes back, I think, to, um, wait, what did I write? I'm, oh, doing what, like, when you, being aligned. I meant to mention this when you're aligned, but it goes along with this, too, about, like, half-assing things. So I think maybe subconsciously we have that belief, which makes us choose things to do or choose, like, for instance, running. I know, like, I'll get into for, like, a month, and I'll get, like, really good shape, and then... I'll be like, oh, whatever, like, I'm just going to screw off for the next ah, five years and never do it again, right? 
but like because I'm not really that aligned to it, right? So, but I and you know I didn't really get that much good benefit out of it except for you know like your legs are toned and it burns a lot of fat and it gets you in shape really quickly, right? But yoga, like once I got into yoga, it was a different story. Like I didn't have to trick myself into exercising or, you know, not look forward to going. Like it almost more like would ruin my day if for some reason I was stuck on a conference call for work and couldn't make it, you know, like it was it was a completely different story because that was more aligned with what I am and you know and like what the benefits that I got out of it like not only quieting your mind but I sweat like crazy you know you get a lot of toxins out that way you stretch you get more flexible which you know that like I really you know usually need help with so for that being more aligned with me that helps me reach those goals and stick with it longer, right? So it's like so important when you're choosing a goal or, you know, you're setting your your intention out there that you also follow that inspired action that's going to get you to your goal, but it has to feel good. It can't just be any sort of action. Like it, it has to really feel good to you because that's going to make you happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true. It's kind of like when somebody says, well, let's use the marathon thing. Yeah. agree there because I've been I can't even remember for the last few weeks like I've been going to bed regularly at like one o'clock sometimes 1 30 and I don't even realize it like I have to make myself go to bed because I know our two little alarm clocks are gonna get up they're not gonna let us sleep <laughs> but yeah like I I like to look at alignment as like um you know, then we can go back to that running analogy, like doing your marathon. If it's something that you hate and you're just not really that into it, but you're hoping it's going to get you you to a place that's going to make you feel good. Like I, I think of it as like you're listening to the classic rock station that plays like Aerosmith and the and like ZZ Top and, you know, Tom Petty, and you're waiting for them to play Cardi B and Ariana Grande. Like, they're not going to do it. Like, it's not going to happen. If it did, it's a fluke because somebody came in playing a joke. (laughs) But like, if you want to go listen to Ariana Grande or Cardi B, like you have to tune to a different station that's going to make you feel good, you know, which means pick a different type of exercise that's going to get you to that same point, and you're probably going to get there faster, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So this, is, this is such good um, content for my audience. Because oh, good. Like, oh, my God. It's so me. <laughs> I feel so good it's when me I was too. doing whatever CrossFit. Like, yeah. for me, CrossFit is not in alignment with me. That does yeah. not feel good to me. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but, but like you said, it, it wasn't awareness that you 
Yeah. Some to say higher power. Some yeah. to say highest power. It just has to do with your language. Right. Like what feels good to you. Now, what's a different word for manifestation? Is there is there another word for manifestation? Like, um, oh. you know, like, yeah. it, like, has it ever been like reworded? Because if there might be like an everyday word. It's kind of like the choose a number from one to 20. <laughs> oh, number 10, I saw a 10. Well, that's your subconscious mind. Yeah. But if we do time techniques with them, they're like, I'm having a hard time with this. I can't see anything. And it's like, you're, you are, you're just overthinking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, here. no, totally are. Yeah, and and so it's just about what resonates with yeah. you. Yeah. So sometimes I think people push and purge things away only because they have this belief that, oh, that means it's voodoo. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think like maybe living like really intentionally, you know, like setting your intention and you know, that could, that to me is, is, is a lot like manifestation and I totally get it. Cause even sometimes like when I say manifestation, like I feel kind of like, woo, you know, but like really that's what it is, you know, and it's everyday life. Like you're doing it every day. And I think like, um, when I first read the secret, Actually, when I first, I should say, listened to it because I was in a job where I was in sales and I was driving to Palm Springs and I had this like, oh, manager. Oh, my God. She was the absolute. Oh, oh, my God. It was like talk about like, I don't normally have anxiety. I'd never like not really gotten along with somebody unless it like really wasn't my like it, it was like obviously I wasn't trying. But with this lady, it was like next level. And so I started listening to the secret. She actually like made fun of me for listening to the secret. Like one day she's like, you might want to go listen to your secret again. And I'm like, come on, lady. Like, are you really going to make fun of somebody for like self-development? Come on. So like really. Yeah, yeah, so well, no, it wasn't. And so, but when I first started listening to it, I was like waiting and waiting and waiting for this like silver bullet, right? Like the secret, it's supposed to be the secret. And like, I never found a secret. I'm like, what in the world? This is like, what? Like, did I miss something? So I listened to it again. And I was like, okay, okay. It didn't really start to sink in until like, you know, truly until a couple of years later when I, I don't know if I was just at a point in my life where it all just like came together and it was, it made more sense and it was more applicable to being able to replicate it intentionally. And receive. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Not spiritual. It's like not spiritual to have a lot of money. Yeah. yeah you have to. Right, right. Yeah. And then what's the other word? Uh, noble. Oh, right. Some people think it's noble to not receive. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's not the case. That's right. not what the universe wants for you. Yeah, or no. You can say God, you know, or yeah. you can say, you know, whatever it is that, that you resonate with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is, we really need to be open to receive. And, right. With her, who's the lady who does the, she got the real short hair. She's an African-American lady, and she has her own show now. And I remember her and Oprah having this conversation, mm-hmm. and Oprah said, I basically put you on my stage. And, and it wasn't like she was saying that she did something bad or what, what have you, but oh, her name's like, oh, I can't think of her name. Fix Me Ayana. Oh, yeah, Ayana Vonsant, that one? Yeah. Van Sant or something. I don't know. I'm probably butchering her name, but. (laughs) And she basically said, I just wasn't open to receiving at that time. Yeah. In her mind, she wasn't worthy of being on Oprah and being in that position that Oprah was so, like, Oprah obviously saw something in her. And clearly Mm -hmm. when Oprah touches you, I mean, you become. Yeah, like a golden god. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So what, like that to me was super 
was just like, that's absolutely true. You have to be open to like, yes, this is, this is my time. Now it's, now I can start to help people in, in what right. happens. Right. Like that. Right. That alignment and that receiving end. Yeah. You know, when people say, nope, I don't take. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because okay. you could always take it and then give it to someone who doesn't, who needs it more, right? You know, and you know, one example of that is, um, you know, we when, when we went to Tony Robbins, they gave us a book of, uh, they gave us a copy of his book, Unshakable, and I already have one at home. You know that book, like, who wrote that? Who wrote that? Oh, to- Tony Robbins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about. Okay, Unshakable. Yeah, his book, Unshakable, and he. Um, you know, I already have a hardcover copy here at home that, uh, and, but so we had two copies and we went to register, had all our stuff. And I don't know about you, but my guilty pleasure is reality TV, like the Bravo Vanderpump rules and all those. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I love it. I don't watch it. <laughs> no. Yes. I, w- I honestly, like I wasn't into it at all until, um, when, when I had Stella, my baby, like she's a, a year and a half now. So I was home on maternity leave and actually had to have surgery done. And so I put that on during the surgery and then got home and I was like, I've got to get Hulu. I've got to get Hulu. <laughs> so, so yeah. And, and like my husband's into it too. And like, we're just both dork out over the whole thing. So we went to go see the two rush, the three restaurants that they have there in West Hollywood. And on the way, our we got in the gotten an uber and got in a conversation with the uber guy and he was like oh you know does tony robbins like he's a self-help guru right and i'm i got all the money mindset stuff down like i've really been studying that i just don't know how to apply it and i was like i looked at ian and he shook his head like we didn't even talk about rapport right we didn't even have to like say a word and i was like well, I've got a copy right here. You can keep it. He's like, oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm like, no, please do. Like, I've got one at home. You know, don't worry about that. Like, I think you really need it. I think you did. So if I hadn't accepted that from Tony that day, I wouldn't have had it to give to this guy who really needs it. And he probably wouldn't have gone and bought it for himself, you know? Yeah, but that, that's what so, I call the angel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just was getting this nudge and I, I took 30 minutes and I put the information in the video and sent it off. And that right there is just another example yeah. of, you know, and, and I'm, and they were willing to receive, yeah. you know, but it's just, you have to listen to those nudges. Yeah. You have to get the, the proper, uh, the, the, the proper <laughs> pair of glasses on. I'm going to move my wall here. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. But, it's, yeah. It's like the universe, there is no question in my mind yeah. that, that there was no coincidence there that that Uber driver yeah. was, Came, yeah. it was sent to you in your path. Exactly. I know. I know. I, I get chills about it like all the time. It's great. And it's crazy all the synchronicities that happened while we were out there. Like, uh, it's just, I mean, it was every single day, like all day long, all day long, just like crazy i mean it was a little overwhelming because i was like oh my gosh this is awesome like, obviously in the right place at the right time pardon yeah, yeah. But, i mean that's interrupt because i just got so excited yeah because it's all about who you're surrounding yourself by. yeah yeah so true you were around fifteen thousand people you guys are all tuned in on that same vibration so mm-hmm. this just talk this just let's talk about vibration yeah into uh, my vibration goes what how far out your vibration I'll yeah you guys are all vibing on the same vibe for how many days? Yeah. Right? So you're like, antennas are out like, Brrr. I mean, you've got like feelers all over the place. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, of course, all of that was happening. Yeah. Can you imagine if we were able to live our life like that every single day? Yeah. And yeah. It's so important to find those social MVPs mm-hmm. and have conversations like this yeah. more often so yeah. that we have that Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. I like we know when we were in our NLP class. 
know, the the seven days, you could see the rapport right. within everybody. You could feel that vibration. I even, you know, I still have a sense of missing yeah. a whole, almost like I look at everybody as one. Yeah. Kind of weird, like that whole thing, you know, but, but it just felt really good because my mind was so expanded, I guess yeah. you would say, and so in tune to that, mm-hmm. that even when I was on my way home sending messages and things like that, I'm like, man, I am so so into this wording like this yeah. is coming natural yeah but then you you come away from that you mm-hmm. are around these people then you start to revert back so mm-hmm. this is why going back to even the man, manifestation mm-hmm. stuff it takes continuous it does practice yeah it's a muscle like it really is i look at it like um you know, you're manifesting muscle, right? You you constantly have to keep using it and have to keep retraining yourself. And, and I mean, I'm not like, I do things at different times every day, right? I mean, I obviously, there's a lot of factors that come into play with, um, you know, a one-year-old and a three-year-old and a full-time job and, you know, everything like that. But like, also, you know, it's just important to do what feels good to you, you know, like as part of your rituals and stuff like that, because um, you're going to continue to do them, right? But also taking continuous trainings, you know, always getting, expanding and growing and and going to events like what we did and the Tony Robbins thing. I mean, that was, it was crazy, just three days of the four days I mean, we, I, we, I didn't even know what my name was at the end of the day because we were, <laughs> we were just so shot. Like we would just go look at each other, and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to bed," right? Like, ah, this is like it was so. There was just so much like constant stimulation in a good way, right? And so, but yeah, like going to those live events, reading books, listening to podcasts, doing YouTube, like. If you're into the manifestation talk, like I do YouTube a lot of those Abraham Hicks, you know, videos. I don't know if you've ever heard of Abraham Hicks. Yeah, but I've never tuned into any of that. I've always heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I need to do that. Yeah. It's. Check that out. Because it's always good to, you know, the thing is, is that people always, they get this, is it going to cost me money? Yeah. Right. Well, you know, here's the thing, guys. Let's talk about money for a quick second. The more that you put out, the more that you're going to come back. Yeah. And you're going to come back. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Some of you call it the return on investment. So, you know, uh, like, you know, I've been personally since, you know, been working on this whole thing is I've been, um, I used to, you know, my money belief was not great. You know, mine yeah. was very similar to like when you were talking about your childhood. Yeah. So like tipping. Yeah. Tipping has been a really good way for me to get a better relationship with money. Right. Yeah. And, and spending it on, um, uh, attending things like the NLP. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Tony Robbins, but you you have to get comfortable with putting it out to the universe. Yeah, will come back. Yeah, to you, right. So yeah, being a of the information, like you were saying, like you could start with the books and the podcasts and the YouTube's and things like that. But eventually, you're going to want to surround yourself more, and that's one of the biggest things for me, and I'm sure for you is when I go to these events, my other intention is not just about what I'm learning, but it's yeah. about who I'm connecting with. Yes, 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 for sure. Yeah, because other, you know, we're all connected anyway, right? So that just that one exercise we did about the rapport, you know, really teaches you that. And so being around the other people, in fact, you know, even at the Tony Robbins event, like he forces you to get to know everybody, you know, I mean, he you have to high five and hug everybody around you. And there's people from all different backgrounds. There were, but 15,000 of us just in one room. And it was like two football fields long and, and everything. I mean, it was just, and we did run into Corey, our friend from NLP training. We did, we saw him a couple of times. Look at the food thing. I know. I actually, I, I, I've been actually uh, meeting with him on Zoom as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but, and even that, like, that would be a great, you know, that's great ways to continue, you know, staying in touch with people that are on your same wavelength and, you know, just keeping your, I guess, uh, what was it Jim Rohn said the, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that doesn't have to be people that you personally see on an everyday basis, right? Like, 
it can be people that you, you know, watch on YouTube or that you follow on podcasts or, you know, that you read, you know, the books that you read or just any sort of like content there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, I, as much as I would love to continue, talking, yeah. I can talk all night. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, I have to uh, make a decision of what to do with. Right. Family. Oh yes. So, um. Anyway, let's share with the with with the audience here yeah. how they can follow you, and then what what we could also do too is um once we end yeah. You Sure. Yeah, it's the um, Make Over Your Mindset podcast. I just talk about like money mindset, mostly manifestation, like all the topics that we talked about today. It's a heavy money influence, you know, because that, usually that's what people want to hear about the most. And I really love talking about it. <laughs> and then um, and then it, I'm under the same handle on Instagram and Facebook and the website's the same. It's all Make Over Your Mindset and Currently, I have um, enrollment open for a, if you're interested in finding your soulmate, I have a soulmate manifestation class, and it's based off of the same process that I did to meet my husband. So it's very exciting. Yeah, even down to the vision board. Oh my God, I still have it. My friend thought I was nuts, but I have a vision board still that was just a marriage vision board. <laughs> You can. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was uh, so fun. I know. Um, I agree. Thank you. I will. You too. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. Loved this episode of the Make Over Your Mindset podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated so more high vibe people like you can find us. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.